Hey, what's up? It's another supplemental episode of uh, Anma where it's just uh, it's Eric and uh, Jeff because uh, Gus doesn't want to work uh, the two extra episodes. Uh, Jeff, yeah, how's it going? It's going really well. And I got to say, Eric, I uh, I was about to tell you, I really look forward to these supplemental episodes and I don't know why. And then it hit me when you said that Gus isn't in them. Yeah. 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 I think so we talked about that before. It's yeah, it's not it's not a dislike for Gus. It's just, you know, it's a different thing and Gus isn't here. It's just it's nice not to have to deal with his bullshit. The negativity, I think, is what we really <laughs> zeroed in on. I think when we went to Desnudo for a second time. Yeah. I tried going back to Desnudo. Uh this is probably like a couple weeks ago or whatever. Uh -huh. And it was just like mid-morning whatever dude the line was outright i just i looked at it and i went oh, never mind and i left it it's not it's crazy yeah I, I love that place but it's already a bit of a drive for me to get there and then a yeah. drive to get there and then stay in the line for a half hour i am a double trouble guy now that's become my new jam it, you know i really like it and you uh you gave me another thing of beans the double trouble blend which i've been mm -hmm. really really on and it's man it's so fucking good that double trouble blend is so good T typically I'm not a blend guy. I don't really like, I, I like a single origin coffee, but that blend feels like, oh, they figured out like two different kinds of coffees that marry like really well together. So it's like right a totally there. different flavor. Yeah, I really love it. Really Good. surprised. I'm impressed. I'm um, glad you liked it. That's, that's yeah. great. Thank you very much. How, uh, yeah, how, of course. How, how's, your, uh, how's your last couple weeks doing now that we're going to get back into Anma soon? <laughs> good, good. I, uh, I'm ready for, you know, uh, in the background, for the last year, I've been in the process of getting married. Mm. And, I mean, it didn't take me a year to get married, but it takes a year to plan a wedding and to pay for it and all of those things. And so now that we're past that, I'm, I think Emily and I are both are very excited to slip back into regular life where you don't have that hanging over your head, you know? Yeah. And I, f I feel like I can finally, like, relax, and I'm really, really excited to get back into all three podcasts because I feel like even when I, even for the last, like, six months even, or especially for, like, the last three months, even though I was all in and loving everything I was making, I still had, you know, this impending wedding and all of the stress that that entails in the back of my head, and so I'm, I'm happy to be relieved of that pressure. Yeah, it's it's definitely a thing where it's not like it hindered our plans or anything. No, but it not was at definitely all. a thing where it's like, oh, we can't do something this day. Jeff has he has to go taste cakes, or oh, he we have to go get fitted for stuff, or oh, it's like there's just like a lot of stuff like that where yeah, it's not it's like oh, okay, we just have to move dates. I just it, don't think we're gonna have to move dates very no, much. No, I mean not, not we'll have the holidays to contend with, but post that I'm yep. so excited to slip into a rhythm again. And it's not even like it just occupied a space an yeah. amount of space in my brain mm -hmm. and my my subconscious and, and sometimes conscious thought that just, you know, I uh I'm I'm just I'm just happy. I'm happy it went yeah. well and I'm happy that it's uh, It was great. It was, it great was a great time. Uh but I think the thing that we should talk about uh music. now now that we're doing a, a supplemental. Let's talk about music. Let's talk about music. Let's talk about what, music. So the last time we had supplementals, we were both sort of on this track of like, eh, I haven't really been listening to like a ton of different stuff. I haven't really like, there's not really like stuff I want to talk about, like that kind of thing. But yeah. when we said, oh, we're going to do some more supplementals this time, we both landed on like, dude, I got a bunch of music I want to talk about. Um, yeah, I've, uh, it's funny, I like the ebb and flow of it. And you and I both seem to ebb and flow in the same cycle. But yeah, I, uh, since that last one where we decided not to talk about music because neither of us had a lot to bring to the table, I've mm -hmm. just, it's just like been an explosion. 
yeah. of new stuff. So what have you been, what have you been like really on? Is there like a genre or like a thing that you've been like really about? Uh, I don't know if, if this apply. Well, I guess sort of, I didn't think so, but I put mm-hmm. together a playlist today just of stuff Ooh. to talk about just okay. so that I would have it easily in front of me and I wouldn't have to be scrolling through my main playlist. Of to course. Find it all. Yeah. And uh, it seems to be a lot of like '60s garage and cool. and blues. What like, what got you there? Just nothing. You just dude, grabbed it out of nowhere. I don't know, man. I mean, I've always been a fan of, of like garage music, and mm-hmm. so that's always kind of in the periphery. And then a lot of what I've been picking up lately is from Trucks with Bernie and Antonio. Oh, and, you know, we I have forgot. the playlist going in the background at all times, and they listen to so much music. And so I've just been picking up little bits here and there. And for whatever reason, you know, they they have a similarly to us, they have a wide range of musical tastes. Yeah, but for whatever reason, that's the stuff that's just been sticking out to me. So I've just been collecting it all. What what have you been listening to specifically? Uh, okay, so the f- first song I'll talk about is this song called "I'll Carry On" by a guy mm-hmm. named G- by Gene. I guess his name is G E N E. Okay, the name is just Gene, comma the Team Beats. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, "I'll Carry On" that's a fucking awesome, awesome, awesome. I, if I, I could say awesome a few more times, if it really drives the point home, but mm-hmm. uh, just just like a really good garage rock and roll song is it like vocals and stuff or is it yeah, like more yeah, yeah. instrumental okay no it's vocals and stuff and it's just catchy it's just real fucking catchy hmm. okay. like two and a half minute song real short song Simple. that's cool i've been uh sort of in that vein there's a band that i like called davy allen and the arrows um okay. i don't know if that's ever a thing that you were ever like really into or whatever but they're very uh, it's it's instrumental and it's very sort of uh, like the ventures, like really heavy fuzz kind mm. of sound and everything. Yeah. And uh, if you're looking for an album, blues theme is a really good one. They just have a lot of um, they have like a lot of themes and stuff from old, I think, shows and things like that from like the 60s. And I think that it might if that's what you're into right now. Yeah. Davy Allen and the Arrows might be like right up your alley. Um, OK, I added blues theme. Yeah, yeah, give it a shot. I, You know, it might be something you're into. It might not. It might be something where you just go, well, that's not this. Uh, but I do think that it's probably pretty close to where you're landing with some of this stuff. Um, what, what about else you? you? Oh, but I I just got on a kick again of uh, listening to Jim Croce. Oh, yeah, I'm always on a Jim Croce kick. Yeah, it uh, like, I'll put Jim Croce on, and it is so, what a mix of upbeat and sad uh he died when he was 30 did you know yeah. he was only 30 yeah that's he was fucking very young crazy his plane hit a tree should have probably died at 27 but he, he <laughs> eked out for three years <laughs> all right well i i heard uh, 30s the new 27 so <laughs> oh there you go yeah. yeah yeah uh yeah he uh when i mean i've always loved jim croce a lot i grew up listening to him with my mom you know it's definitely mm-hmm. my mom's era oh yeah mm-hmm. but I used to sing, or we used to sing uh, Operator to Millie when she was a baby to get her to sleep. It's great. Yeah. God, I love that song. It's just like an easy so lullaby kind of song to yeah. sing. Yeah. yeah. I think that's such a great, he has such a great sound, and he wrote so many great songs, and I just, man, so, I just really love him. The dude could make something so emotionally evocative yeah. s- in such a simple way. It was really, it was all, it, interesting lyrically how he could strip down and yeah. it, it, uh, to just like, I don't know, express a beautiful or heartbreaking point. Yeah, and uh, very weird, like, little 
connection to uh, San Diego, he had a restaurant, or I guess his family, like in the name, had a restaurant in uh, San Diego called Croce's. Really? Yeah. Um, they they had moved to San Diego right before he died. I don't know. Like, I don't know if people know that. It was, it, I think, like a month before he died or whatever. Him and his wife had moved to San Diego, and then she'd opened this sort of like jazz bar. Not really like nightclub. It was like a restaurant, sort of jazz restaurant kind of thing called Croce's downtown. It's closed now, like everything else. But um, yeah, it was a cool little spot just Did, downtown. And you'd been there? Yeah, yeah. Croce's was on like, I think it was on like 5th. And it was just a place where... Dinner and drinks and jazz and all that kind of stuff. Very cool spot. Croce's in San Diego. It's, I mean, I don't know where So, when did it close down? Like, pandemic? Oh, God, no. No, probably like, probably like 20, probably like 2014, 2016, sometime around there. his family was still running it? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think they still had it. I don't think it was still, I think that his, not his wife, but like his family had taken it over or whatever. And then I think it just got to a point where it was like, I don't think there's any money in this and they had to get rid of it so um but yeah is a very cool little little spot in san diego called crochis i always thought that was a nice little connection what kind of food uh it was like a really like small plates kind of thing so it was like you know appetizers and a cocktail and listening to cool jazz like that it was just like that kind of spot nice Um, yeah it was very it seemed like a place where if he had been alive and then it had opened and done all like that stuff it would have been a place where a lot of like smaller acoustic stuff probably would have come through um it through like the 70s and everything which i think would have been really cool now is it heavily jim croce no no it was just kind of like in name and i remember there being like a couple of like maybe like pictures on the wall but um it was really more just it was in the name and then it was very much like you knew that that was like the music spot like right there there were always bands that came through bands you'd never heard of i I knew about this thing because of uh, I worked for a smooth jazz radio station in San Diego <laughs> uh, for four years. So they would do they would do like brunches or or different like events like at Croce's. They would have sort of like bands come through every once in a while, and then you'd have to go drive the van downtown and set up the sticker giving out thing, and it was yeah. just that. Um, uh, what what else have you been hitting? What else you been listening to? Uh, let's see. I'll, I'll try to encapsulate it so you know i've been listening to a lot of african uh music oh that's from right the 70s, yeah a lot of and so uh i'll just name a couple of musicians all at once uh there's a song called it's not easy by uh ofegi i believe is okay. how you say it o-f-e-g-e which is a really fantastic song just really good like soulful rock and roll song there's a song i think we played it at my wedding actually called kala my friend k-h-a-l-a my friend by Amanaz, A-M-A-N-A-Z. And that's like a this like, just like this, like just this real sweet, slow song uh, where a guy's just talking about a friend that's going on a journey and he's going to miss them and he hopes they don't go. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, William Onyabor, of course. And if you listen to the So All Right podcast, which is the other podcast, the solo podcast I do, I actually mm-hmm. cover music a lot more than often than I realized. I just did a whole episode on William Onyabor, who was this African Nigerian, uh, like rock and roll and electric music pioneer. And so, uh, atomic bomb, I put on the playlist for that. 
that's that's about all that I pulled from Africa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at least from that portion of the music I'm listening to. So Ofegi, Amanaz, and William Onyabor. That's uh, good stuff. That's great. Yeah. You like, gotta, th- those three songs are just fun. Like, you can't listen to those three songs and not fall in love with that music. Yeah, you you were telling me and Gus about it before we were recording Anma, or just about that stuff that you've been listening to and, and how into it you were and sort of like the story behind some of it and everything. You're talking about kind of putting it together for So All Right and everything, and I thought it, was, I thought it sounded so cool. I think that's so awesome. Uh, it, yeah, it's just like, you know... I don't know. I, I I think we as Americans get so trapped into the, into the idea that we're the, when it comes to music and movies and entertainment, we export to the rest of the world. And we very, very often uh, through hubris or just, I don't know, media bias, we never ingest music coming in from the mm-hmm. rest of the world. And yeah. And sometimes stuff breaks through. William Onyabor broke through like in 2010. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he, you know, almost, he was almost dead at that point. But uh, there's these whole swaths of like of scenes around the world that we just that just don't ever touch us that are so fabulous and and so full of you know just wonderful music or movies or comedians or whatever it is TV and mm-hmm. uh, yeah so I'm I'm trying to be better about looking outside of my bubble for music uh, now. I think that's great. I think that's uh, I think getting out. And I don't know. Hopefully that this does that for people that are listening to this because i i think this is a great little thing to be like hey here's just what we've been into check it out and then see you know kind of like take the pieces and put together a new car like from the parts that we give you and uh absolutely and i i I think that's always really exciting um if you are do you know shadows of night no uh if you're into that sort of like 60s like almost like garagey kind of sound uh-huh. uh i would say uh shadows of night have a song called gloria that i'm sure you've heard a million times and you just didn't realize it was them okay uh i would say check out shadows of night that's All right. that's a band that i think that you'd be into um adding it to my playlist now another band that i don't know if it would be your speed or not but i just found out about a band called the bug club uh <laughs> yeah great Great name. Uh, very. The album I've been listening to is called Rare Birds Hour of Song, and it is just one hour mix of music. And then in between is I don't want to say it's spoken word tableaus from a bird's point of view, because it that's what it is, but it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> I want to say this might be a hard one to just jump into because it is one hour long and there are 47 songs. <laughs> Sounds like a bit of a concept album. It is it is a concept album. If you ever liked Moldy Peaches, I think that this would be a thing that you'd want to check out. Um, the song that they have called Marriage is... I think that's probably your speed. Maybe the other 46 tracks on this album aren't going to be for everyone, but uh, definitely check out the song Marriage from the Bug Club off of Rare Birds, Hour of Song. All right, I'm going to add Marriage. I added, yeah, uh, I, I, you, might, you might like it. I think it has like a lot. It has like some really good energy. It sounds older garage. Like there's definitely a lot of like older garage sound to it or like early 90s pulp. It's just, it's very strange, and 
it came out this year and I don't listen to a ton of new music, but uh, I actually got turned on to it from this woman on TikTok that uh, she does a series called uh, New Albums for Old Heads. And she's like, uh -huh. hey, do you not like new music? <laughs> Check out these albums. And I'm like, well, this is actually, this is pretty good. And she turned me on to that one. And it's like, I really like it. It's very, it's just really bizarre. It's really hard to like, you have to put on the whole album. I don't know how you could just put this on shuffle and be like, <laughs> they have it come up on track. Uh, 16. Yeah. yeah. Bird, bird's words, hot emptiness. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's very strange. It's very, very strange. But I, I think you check out the, the song Marriage and you might enjoy that. Um, also, have you heard Andre 3000's new album? <laughs> yeah, his uh, his flute album. I've yeah. got a couple, I've got a couple of songs uh, well, bookmarked that I've been listening to. Yeah, what do you, what do you think of it? I like it. Yeah. It's, I can't, um, I can't listen to, if I listen to t more than two songs at once, it sounds like Muzak. Yes. Uh, but if I just listen to one song, and mm -hmm. it, it doesn't really matter which song, but if I just listen to one song, I, I'm into it. I just, I can't listen to too much of it at once, if that makes uh, sense. It sounds really good when you have it on in the other room and then you're going into the kitchen to make coffee. That is, <laughs> I think, the best way to experience Andre 3000's newest album. Uh, either that or uh, getting a massage. It, I think those are the two ways to experience New Blue Sun. It, uh, it can't be a thing where you sit down and like you like make it your focus. It is way more ambiance than it is like studio sound for you to like really drill into. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I really enjoy it. I think it's really nice. I think it's a great, again, putting it on and making coffee and sort of like the the sun, like the lazy kind of like morning mm, sun is like kind of mm. like coming through like your blinds and you're going mm -hmm. like, this is fucking great. Like that's, yeah. we've done it. We've, we've really figured this out. This is beautiful. Um, I think I, I was going to say, go mm -hmm. ahead. No, I was going to say, but you're definitely right. It sounds like music. <laughs> I, th I think the best part of this new album coming out is everybody reposting the old key and peel sketch. They, oh, did, yeah. The sketch mm -hmm. they did. Yeah. Uh, which is so fucking funny. And so, so prescient yeah <laughs> given oh yeah where we are very very clever uh and and i forgot how great key and peel was but man that people have been shoving that short down my throat god no kidding media um, last week uh george penga who works in marketing mm -hmm. is from atlanta he's a huge outcast fan and so i was talking to him about like how do you feel about this album? it was before it came out i'm like how do you feel about this album coming out and he went look whatever he's gonna put out i'm gonna be into that's just what's going to happen. He's like, yeah. you're issued AT aliens like at birth. And then it's, you're just sort of like, here you go. <laughs> you're along <laughs> for the ride. Is, yeah. 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 You're into outcast. Sorry. This uh, is your music, whether you want it or not. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I talked to him about after it came out and he said, there's a lot. He's like, he's like, I don't know how to like kind of settle into it, but he said, it makes my brain feel really nice. He's like, once the work mm. week is over and you put it on, he said, I hate the term, it's a vibe, but I don't know a better way to describe it. And I went, that's kind of a great way to, that's kind of really it, is that it's a vibe. Uh, but then we also went into conspiracy theories about Outcast coming out with an album next year just because we're trying to will it into existence. So um, 
<laughs> I don't think it's going to happen, but boy, I want it to happen so, 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 so bad. So bad. I, I wonder, though, do like I'm with you. I also would love it to happen, but it, I wonder if it's kind of like Eddie Murphy, where it's like it's been so long, everybody wants to see Eddie Murphy do stand up, but mm-hmm. could it possibly live up to the expectation at this point? You know what I mean? I like, think that I think that Big Boy is still so involved in music, uh, and Andre Three Thousand is still so involved dude. with like young rappers that I, I like. There's no way it would be bad. I mean, I would love it regardless. And you're right about it. I, I. I one of the interesting things in the post Outcast world is I've learned I was a much bigger Big Boy fan than Andre Three Thousand fan. Isn't that so crazy? Yeah, like, I didn't know that during nuh-uh. in Outcast at all. Had, had no idea. Always, thought, I'm like, dude, Andre's the guy. Big Boy's just like I don't know, like. Andre's like all the flavor and all this stuff. And you listen to it again. You're like, big boys, the, he's so Dude. fucking good in everything, in every facet of yeah. every way of that band. His solo album since, and his, oh, yeah. uh, he did a collab with Fantagram uh, yes. album called yes. Big Grams that was yep. that's like seven years ago at this point, but it was so goddamn good. It's so and, good. And Fuck. he was, he was pushing the envelope way more than I realized. Yep. You, you just like, Andre's so out there and he's so like, has this like such an ephemeral personality that you just associate all of the groundbreaking aspects of that band with him, just not the case. I mean, I, I mean, he, not that he doesn't deserve, but I just, it was much more of a collaborative effort, effort than I realized. It if, like, I think it just really showed that what you think, you know, when you're, you know, listening to stuff and trying yeah. to like figure music out. It, and then years later, it has a totally different effect on you is like, Oh, this isn't, there's not really like one way to do this. There's mm-hmm. not really one way that this is supposed to be sort of ingested or taken in or whatever. It's it's going to change with you as you kind of go. And um, I actually have that with a lot of I got back into a veil and um, hell yeah. Yeah. Like uh, after we had talked about it, like 98, I was like, ah, maybe, maybe, maybe that and Lifetime are two bands that I was like, oh, man. Not really super hot on. I liked, but didn't mm. love. And then I picked up uh, Jersey's Best Dancers again from Lifetime, and I went, "Fuck, this is so fucking good! It's so good!" And then uh, Over the James was like that. That Avail album from '98 is just like, man, so good. So Lifetime was from Jersey, yes, and yeah. um. I lived in Jersey for the last little bit of their existence and then right after they broke up and they were like the Beatles to New oh, Jersey yeah. punk. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were so fucking big mm-hmm. that you couldn't help but absolutely love Lifetime because it was just like, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but it was just crammed down your throat constantly because they were the biggest and the best thing going on. Yeah. And then like Kid Dynamite was kind of born out of that scene, which mm-hmm. I thought was kind of like a spiritual successor to what they were doing in Lifetime. Lead singer's name was Ari Katz. I got to meet him once in Red Bank, New Jersey. Really nice guy. That's cool. uh, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I've always been a huge uh, Lifetime fan and I, I always have like one or two Lifetime songs in my playlist uh, just about always. It's one of those bands that it just is always like I always have like one song dangling. I just didn't again when I was younger and I listened to it. I'm like, oh, I like this. And then it was just sort of a thing I fell away from. And then I listened to it again. I listened to Jersey's Best Answers again. And I just went, oh, everyone. Yeah. ripped this off. Yeah. Every- everyone just fucking ripped this off and I didn't, and I was too dumb to like look at it and realize like, you know, in 1999 when I was like, what's this? I was too fucking dumb to realize that it was just, Oh, everybody took from this and nobody gave back. And it's really crazy. It's nuts. It's if you, if you like it, it sounds like you do, but if, if, 
if you're interested, mm-hmm. after Lifetime, he did, the lead singer, Ari, he did a band, I think they just put out one album, I think it was he and his wife, called Zero Zero, mm-hmm. and it's like poppy dance music, <laughs> and it's really good. I want to say it's on Jade Tree. I mean, it's okay. it's a little more complicated than poppy dance music, It's like, but it's really, that's essentially what it is. You ever listen to... Uh, Oh fuck! I can't think of the, Mates of State. Kind of reminded me of Mates of okay. State a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I, 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 I think I'm. I think I know what you're talking about in in terms of um. In terms of more difficult dance music, I get. What yeah, you're like a lot of a lot of percussions and a lot yeah. of like sing songy male female vocals bouncing back and forth and just kind of frantic, but in a in a in a pop sensibility. I don't know. I really I really enjoyed that. I haven't listened to that album since it came out. Probably. Damn. 30 gotta, years, but let me check that out. That's look at that if you get a chance. Oh, um, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's around somewhere. A thing that I I think I tried to turn you on when we had a, a photo shoot a couple months ago was uh Faye Webster's mm-hmm. Atlanta Millionaires Club. Yeah. Uh fuck. What I can't stop listening. It's I've been listening to this album for four months and I can't stop listening to this album. I think it's so fucking good. I so, love the sound of it. You turned me on to her. I've been listening to Room Temperature and Hurts Me Too a lot. Yes. I like oh, my songs. God. It's so goddamn. Like, that. those two songs are great. It's like the first track and the third track on the album. The song, the second song on the album, the one that you skipped, Right Side of My Neck, is the song that I heard first, and I went, this is incredible. I think it's so good. Faye Webster, uh, Atlanta Millionaires Club. I can't recommend enough. It is... Mm. It's like uh, everyone started ripping off Phoebe, Phoebe Bridgers kind of mm-hmm. sound, and this to me is pre that. Uh, it's it's a very like folk, not not folky, alternative sort of uh, female singer songwriter with a guitar, mm-hmm. but not trying to get that Phoebe Bridgers sort of like feeling to it. Um, I really like it. I really like it a lot. Yeah, I'm really glad you turned me onto it. I, I've been enjoying it. Uh, consistently since that day it's maybe the worst album cover i've ever seen <laughs> but <laughs> it's so it's so i don't like i love the album i can't i don't want to look jeff i can't look at this fucking image anymore i know i, I can't it's disgusting <laughs> know. it's it's disturbing <laughs> it's, it's fucking awful i don't want to look at it anymore i hate it so much <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. man uh what what uh, what else have you been hitting Anything okay else standing out so much i, I i'm looking i put 54 songs on my playlist obviously Holy we're not gonna get shit. we'll get to like Jesus. eight of them uh i'm gonna lump a couple together so i've been listening there's this band i like a lot called i hate myself mm-hmm. and i think i might have recommended them last time but i discovered a new song of theirs called song two and then i realized and I, so i've lumped a couple of bands in together uh, I Hate Myself, Song 2, Horses on Fire by Die Hoffnung, and then Protest Song 00 by a band called American Nightmare. I've decided that this is Celine Dion for aggressive 40-year-old dudes. Whoa. It's just like <laughs> songs of a heartbreak, screamy songs of heartbreak <laughs> with a lot of heavy guitars. So uh, if you if you want, if that strikes your fancy at all, <laughs> I definitely recommend Song Two and Protest Song Zero Zero. Protest Song Zero Zero is a song I've been listening to since it came out, but Song Two I just discovered. Um, but to mix it up a little bit, I have been in love with this dude Orville Peck. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's pretty popular. I, I mean, he, I think he's like he's having a moment. He does like old 
old like Hank Williams esque country music. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He has a new album out called Pony, and the whole album is good. But if you're going to listen to one song, listen to Turn to Hate. And the thing about him is he's, I don't think this is the thing about him, but a thing about him is that he's gay. And so a lot of his songs are like gay cowboy songs mm-hmm. or like gay trucking songs. Like, And it's just an interesting take on that genre. And he's got this just really sexy, throaty voice. And his the music is just like, you'll listen. It's one of those songs where... You listen to one song and you're instantly a fan. So if you get a chance, listen to Turn to Hate by Orville Peck. And I think you'll absolutely love the whole album. I think uh, I think he really figured out how to get people to notice him by wearing that mask first. And yeah. And uh, I think like, you know, having a gimmick is uh, is an easy way to get noticed for like this stuff. And then it just turns out that uh, his music is really, really, really good. Uh, yeah. And so the mask was just sort of the launching pad to get people to notice his very, very, very good music. Yeah, he's got like a cowboy outlaw mask on. That, mm-hmm. uh, he always has like different versions and they're beaded or very. It's kind of it's yeah. kind of like the the country version of MF Doom. I it guess. is it, it, a little bit. It's a little bit like that. And I think, again, I think people immediately took notice of that part of it and didn't really notice the music. And then now it's been long enough that people are really noticing the music. And it's like, damn, he just keeps turning yeah. in like good stuff and i've listened to all of his music now and mm-hmm. he gets better every album which yeah, is definitely. a rarity you know yeah, i feel like like he and like lana del rey are some of the only people i know that like can t- consistently improve yeah i think uh it's it's definitely it's a confidence thing and it is a like it's a knowledge and sort of age thing with him where it just mm. keeps going and it's like man this he just he knows his stuff, and it's yeah. so good. And he's, it so just cool. feels like he's perfecting it as he, as yeah. he goes. Yep. Uh, another one I've been really interested or really uh, enjoying is this band called Pagan Altar, who well, cool. Burn Dog turned me on to. It's like early doom metal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to The Time Lord. It's just like, if you like heavy metal songs about spaceships and lasers and swords and shit, like it is that. It is like all the best of, of that's my favorite kind of metal. Like space metal, if that makes sense. Kind of like the sword, like like the sword or sleep, like those kind of themes. It doesn't sound like that. It sounds a lot more like seventies inspired heavy metal, but Mm -hmm. it's just those same kind of themes of like space metal, which I I'm just a big fan of. I'm learning as I get older. Do you ever listen to Hawkwind? Mm -hmm. I yeah, same same era. I think it's Hawkwind. That that's definitely what it. Just the look of it. Yeah reminds me of that i'm gonna check out pagan altar this is sick um, all all of pagan altar stuff's good but the time lord for me is like just the best fucking song the time lord is such a fucking cool like that's oh, i know so fucking awesome that's such I lo- a sick name <laughs> i love that i just love that i wish i was a little bit older so that i could have lived in that era of the 70s mm. when it was just about like smoking pot and thinking about spaceships and space operas like oh, yeah. and it was basically like everybody saw star wars and then thought like that's the future let's <laughs> sing songs about it you know <laughs> and then it was really only for like three years that people did it yeah, yeah. guys this is the future of entertainment fast. oh fuck <laughs> uh I, I i discovered a country dude i really like like a current country dude mm-hmm. actually someone from uh, one of the listeners to so all right turned me on to it after uh after my country episode and uh, a guy named will willie carlisle there's a song called cheap cocaine that you'll like nice and uh it's just like uh it's just like a, an acoustic country song about like just doing cheap cocaine in different scenes, like in a punk scene and just around and kind of traveling around. And it, it, the lyrics kind of get a little silly toward the end, but yeah. the song is still fun and strong. And, I mean, uh, I just I just looked it up and uh, it, he has something called I don't know what Critterland is, but <laughs> uh, 
I'm I'm all about whatever Critterland is about. Uh that's a that's a fucking fucked up looking possum. That's awesome. Critterland, I'm way it. Okay. Oh, that's I gotta funny. check this out. I gotta check he, this out. He's got sure. some other songs that I've liked, okay, but nothing like that song. That song's been a lot better than anything else I've discovered of his. Okay. But it's good. That's nice. Um what else? Hit me uh, with a couple I, more. I've been listening to a lot of old stuff that's like popular, but okay. that I've been really into, so I'll just blow through that. Yeah. Uh this is just like shit that people would know. Uh, that I have just been stuck in my head. So Country Feedback by R.E.M., I have decided is the best R.E.M. song, and I'm going to listen to this song <laughs> until I die. It's never going to leave my playlist. I'm okay. never going to get sock- sick of that song. Uh, I've been listening to Heart, I Hear You Beating by Wayne Newton is a fucking banger. Nice. I don't know if you've ever listened to old Wayne Newton. Mm-hmm. And the album cover, he looks like he lives with Mother, and yes. oh, he yeah. might be a ventriloquist. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> Uh, what else? Um, oh, yes. I've been listening to a lot of yes. Wow. Really? People. Yeah. I've Where'd that come that. from? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Melanie, you remember that song? I've got a brand new pair of roller oh, yeah. skates. You, yep. Melanie, brand new key. I've been listening to that lately. Van Morrison, Astral Weeks. Oh, cool. Awesome song. I've been really digging. Uh, do you remember Bell and Sebastian? I've been listening yes. to Stars of Track and Field. Um... Mm-hmm. The Beatles, I'm Only Sleeping. I don't know why. I've been listening to that a bunch. Just kind of like, like, expect, like, I don't know, more popular stuff, but it, uh, oh, another one. Dude, I have not been able to stop listening to Whisper You Love Me Boy by Diana Ross. Okay. Huh. Such a great song. That's I was doing a lot of like, mer- like, we had to put together a playlist for the wedding for the DJ. Yes. And so I was listening to a lot of lovey music, and that's probably where some of that came from interesting you are uh you really got all over the place with like the old stuff that's all uh, all over the map yeah wow okay that's cool um we gotta wrap up soon as we're (sighs) or i know um if i can throw a couple out at you uh old country guy charlie leuven uh real l-o-u-v-i-n uh let me see what song would i write if you could only pick one song off of what i've been listening to probably see the big let me see yeah uh oh god they're all it's all the saddest country that you've ever heard uh like okay listen to less and less okay uh boy it's really fuck it's so good see the big man cry is so good it's just all him Ugh, you have to listen to it you have to it's just <laughs> will, so it's just like the most sad music and you go oh this is fucking great that's good good old country um ramones uh road to ruin and rocket to russia i've been listening mm, to a lot uh, great albums i love both of those albums uh i think that surfing bird is an underrated you know it became like a kind of like a meme or whatever mm-hmm. i think surfing bird is like the fucking coolest song in the world uh surfing bird like makes me insane you put on Surfing Bird and it's just like, oh my God, this is so much fucking fun. It just keeps going. Um, but Road to Ruin, I think, is a way better album with uh, Needles and Pins and Bad Brain. It's a long way back. I think it's just, it's real. I really, really love the Ramones for. Is that your favorite album, you think? Road to Ruin? Probably. Yeah. Um, I, they're such an easy band to knock because a lot of their music is so, like, you know, it's so samey, whatever. I would, uh, would never knock the Ramones. I don't think so. Does. Like, I think too tough. Like, I think if you put on too tough to die and then you go back and you listen to like the stuff from like rock and roll high school, 
it's different. It's all just mm-hmm. like really different stuff. And I, I don't know. It's, uh, I really love the Ramones. I know there's a lot of people that don't necessarily love the Ramones. I love them. Uh, I, I think most people consider like their first three albums to be the best. Oh but yeah. I love end of the century. End of the, the century with, with is specter so much. I think it's really under, I think it's an underrated album. Completely it's maybe not agree. necessarily what I want to hear a ton of from the Ramones, but I love that they did something that wasn't what I wanted to hear a ton of from the Ramones. I just think that's so, I think it's so cool and it's very good. Um, Plus I can't make it on time. And Danny says are two of the best Ramones songs, man. It's great shit. They're so good. Um, and I think that's a, that's an easy band to get into is how I feel. Um, uh, an album that was recommended to me by my friend, Jason, we were talking a lot about Bruce Springsteen because we were talking about Billy Joel uh-huh. Uh, he did a bunch of art for the Billy Joel like 50th anniversary thing. Uh, Jason, my friend Jason Cryer that came out to visit. Um, okay. He did uh, a bunch of stuff for the Billy Joel 50th anniversary. And then we were talking a lot about Billy Joel and then talking about sort of like that Northeast music kind of thing. It's like, oh, I could definitely see being from like New York and going like, oh, Billy Joel's like the fucking shit. But yeah. the thing I never understood is Bruce Springsteen. And he's like, me neither. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I it's not my speed. I don't like the sound of it. Whatever he said until I heard the album Nebraska, and that is the only album that you should check out from Bruce Springsteen. I think it's worth your time. And I listened to it, and I went, "Man, this is really good." Uh, so Nebraska by Bruce Springsteen is definitely one I've been listening to a lot of. So, well, I'm sorry, Nebraska is that what you said? Yeah. Yes. Let me add that in because uh, I've never been a huge Bruce me. I, I don't get either. it. I I think Highway Patrolman and State Trooper, uh, like the two sort of like middle songs there are incredible. I think they're so good. Um, Do you know a little bit of like because you mentioned Bruce Springsteen and the Ramones? I don't mm-hmm. think we've talked about this together, but did you know that Bruce Springsteen wrote a Ramones song? No, what? Yeah, apparently he was a big Ramones fan early on and he met Joey Ramone somewhere. Uh, and uh, I guess in Asbury Park, and Joey Ramone asked him to write a song, and so he wrote "Hungry Heart" as a Ramone song. But he liked it so much, he kept it. What? Yeah, and if you listen to that song now, you'll hear it, and you go, "Oh yeah, that is a Ramone song." He literally wrote wrote that song for the Ramones, and then decided, "Now nah, I like this too much. I want to keep it for me." I gotta okay. I'll have to listen to "Hungry yeah. Heart" right as soon as we end this. That's it's so fucking, funny. It's ridiculous. That's, that's insane. That's yeah. so crazy. Never. Wow. Okay. We'll get you to would know. never know, but uh yeah. All right, we gotta we gotta wrap up. We're overtime on this, but uh, any any last yeah. ones, any last shots you want to throw me, out there? Let me leave with one. Let me see. What's one song I want to leave everybody with? Uh, how about the river by Fivel is Gloak? I don't. It's even like know. A, what did you just say? What? Well, first off, Fivel is Gloak is F I E V E L is, and then Gloak is spelled g-l-a-u-q-u-e uh it's i don't know anything about this band but if i had to describe it i would describe it as french indie dance music whoa it's beautiful it's just beautiful anything they put out is good but the river is a really good song so i'll leave you with that okay that's a great one um well that's been music uh we'll you know get together (laughs) in eight weeks and see if we want to talk about music again but uh if you want to follow us at Anima Podcast, uh, you can on Twitter and on Instagram. Our slash Anima Podcast is the uh, subreddit that we don't run, but you can go leave your questions, check it out, hang out there, and uh, meet some other fans of the show. But we will be back next week 
with Gus reviewing coffee and reviewing hamburgers from all over the beautiful city of Austin. Um, it, it, I don't know, Jeff, anything that uh, you're you're feeling, anything you want to leave people with, anything you want to? Uh, no, just uh, just thanks for listening. If you're if you're here here in this part, we really appreciate the support. And if you are so inclined and you wanted to check out some other podcasts, Eric and I do a podcast together called the face podcast i would consider that to be the flagship thing we do uh i also do a podcast on my own called so all right which covers music not all the time but fairly often and then eric does another podcast called face jam it is not a food podcast and uh well it's a f- food related it's, it's a, not a, it's a food podcast. yeah we just don't cook yeah you just don't cook uh and those are i, I think those are all uh, lovely productions that we put on that i, well, I would i would certainly uh, appreciate it if you gave it a listen if you've never and if you are a fan of any of those or a community member please tell a friend we uh we as a company rooster teeth and the stuff that we make exists pretty much completely on uh word of mouth because we're not good at telling uh, at other ways of promoting so uh yeah we'd appreciate it and thanks for listening thanks for listening we'll see you guys soon bye right, bye